Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the world to see Jesus. Glory to God. Alright, so here's the question. This might, this might help everybody. It says this. My question is, how to prevent sinful thoughts from coming upon us because some people may not understand that. How do you prevent sinful thoughts from coming upon us? Let me answer you. There's something called sense knowledge. There's something called sense knowledge faith. I mentioned that um, when I was teaching. I just want to go back to my notes for a bit. There's something called sense knowledge faith. Now, sense knowledge faith is based on thoughts, feelings, um, um, what you see, what you feel, what you think, what you hear. Now, you cannot prevent, your job is not to prevent sinful thoughts. Okay, try, try and prevent sinful thoughts. Your job is not to prevent sinful thoughts. In fact, Scripture never tells us anywhere to prevent sinful thoughts. You are not supposed to be sense knowledge ruled. You're supposed to be revelation ruled. You're supposed to be ruled by revelation, not ruled by your sense knowledge. Your sense knowledge is made up of, of your, what you hear, what you see, what you feel, what you think. Now, there's no place where Scripture tells us to prevent sinful thoughts. What Scripture tells us is to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And how are we going to be transformed? By the word of His righteousness. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. So the, the answer to sinful thoughts is not to try to prevent them. It's to keep growing in your consciousness of righteousness. Keep feeding yourself with righteousness thoughts. And then the sinful thoughts will fade away. Let me, let me give you an example. If I tell you now, a white elephant, what can you see? White elephant. If I tell you red velvet, what can you see? Red velvet. So that your mind is being powered by the things you are being exposed to. Your mind is being powered by the things that your mind is exposed to. So if you want to prevent sinful thoughts, like you say, expose yourself to righteousness consciousness. There's another example that I'm going to use. Um, how many of you have experienced having predominant thoughts in your mind? For example, at a time when you are hungry, the only thing that you extremely hungry, the only thing you can think about at that time is food, where all my food is in the house. All my food is in the house. Let me see your hands up. 
If you're a foodie, let me see your hands up. So when you are hungry, the only thing you can think about right now is food. All right? Now, here's my answer to you. You are not called to prevent sinful thoughts. You are called to expose yourself to righteous thoughts. You are called to expose yourself to righteous thinking, to righteousness conversations. You are called, if you find yourself battling with sinful thoughts, that's the more reason why you should intentionally expose yourself to righteousness thinking. You know why? You can't be wet and be dry at the same time. If you expose yourself to rain, you will get wet. You cannot be wet in the rain and be dry at the same time. One will have to give way for the other. The wetness will have to give way for your dry clothes. And if you are dry, if you leave the rain and go to a place where your body can dry, over a period of time, your body is going to dry, giving way for the wetness. So what I'm saying is that you cannot be wet with righteousness thoughts and be dry with sinful thoughts at the same time. Stand under the reign of righteousness. Stand under the reign of righteousness consciousness. Stay in that reign. Look, let me tell you. You must, you must know what is your business and what is not your business. It is not your business to stop sinful thoughts. You cannot stop sinful thoughts, not in this life. It is your business to expose yourself to the reign of righteousness. If you expose yourself to the reign of righteousness, you will get wet. And then sinful thoughts will automatically fade away. Have you noticed that many times when you're, maybe when you are actively watching soccer or something, there are certain things that you're not thinking at the same time. Or let me give you a final example. Take a bottle of Coke and just begin to pour water inside that bottle of Coke. Keep pouring water. Keep pouring water. Keep pouring water. The Coke overflows and then you are pouring water and the Coke continues to overflow and the Coke continues to overflow. After a while, you're not going to see Coke anymore. The only thing you're going to see there is water. So how do we deal with sinful thoughts? Bring yourself under the reign. Bring yourself under the reign of righteousness. Let that reign fall on you. Let it fall on your thoughts and the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Think, put your mind, cast your mind on thoughts that are full of your nature in Christ. And automatically, those thoughts will go away. Now you see, the last thing is this. Those thoughts don't even define you. Those thoughts don't define you. You're defined as holy, unblameable, blameless before God. The word of God defines you, not your thoughts. So take God's word and put them in your mind. And let God's word become the new thoughts that you think. And my brother, you will never have to deal with sinful thoughts anymore. Alright? And even if they come to you, you know, you are still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Your sinful thoughts don't actually contaminate you. You're still the righteousness of God. You must realize that you are without blame 
It's forever perpetual before God. You are forever without blame. Why? Because you are in Christ Jesus. So let this mind be in you. In the name of Jesus. Alright? I want to believe that I have answered that question. Okay? Somebody is asking another question. Oh wow. I didn't know that tonight was going to be question time well, let me answer that question. He said, my question is, how can I prove, how, how can one prove him or herself righteous among their peer group? What I mean is that the peer group knows the kind of life their friend is living. And that friend is trying to get them to know that God is at peace with him or her. How can you prove? Okay, first of all, let me answer your question. So first of all, um, you are not asked to prove any point to anybody. You're not asked to prove any point to anybody. Let me say this. God did not call you to prove a point to anybody. How does salvation take place? Salvation is exclusively a work of the Holy Spirit. Now, you also must understand that proving yourself righteous would, would, would mean that righteousness is a, a performance. No, righteousness is first a nature. A dog does not have to bark to prove himself as a dog. Just leave your nature. Let this thing be a nature, not a proof. Let it be a nature. It will come out effortlessly. The other thing that you must know is that you must allow yourself to grow in the revelation of righteousness. First, it is your nature. You don't prove a nature. You leave a nature out. You also must allow yourself to grow in the revelation of righteousness. And why do I say this? The reason why I say this is that God is at work in you. He's working in you. And people cannot see that God is working in you. Because people can only see what's your actions on the outside. They cannot see that God is working in you. So, as much as lies within your power, as a person, you're going to be a truthful person, a, an honest person, you know, a person that can be trustworthy, and all of that. But please know, that whilst you are being a good person to other people, that is not the definition of righteousness. Righteousness is a nature. You don't, you don't prove righteousness. You live righteousness. So, you don't even need to be righteous amongst your friends. All you just need is a little bit of morality, integrity. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to steal. You know, I'm going to tell the truth and all of that. But righteousness is a nature. You leave it out. You don't prove. You leave it out. And you cannot leave it out if you've not received it as a revelation. And much of that revelation comes by confessing who you are. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So it is not something to prove. And it is not a change of behavior or lifestyle. You don't need righteousness to change your behavior. You can just simply decide today, I'm not going to do the wrong thing anymore. I'm not going to lie to my friends anymore. I'm not going to steal anymore. I'm not going to, you know, do all of that anymore. But please, whenever you make a mistake in 
fulfilling what you, what you decided that you were going to do. Don't start to beat yourself. That you chose to do something is not the revelation of righteousness. The revelation of righteousness is the nature of God that is in your spirit. It is activated by believing and confessing. Believing in your heart, confessing in your mouth, that's how you enter into righteousness. If you want to prove something to your friends, then you just need to make a decision. I'm going to be this kind of person from today going on forward. But when it comes to righteousness, you don't prove. You leave it out. It's a nature that must come to you by revelation first. So the actions of a person does not change their righteous standing before God. You don't need to behave right for you to retain your righteousness before God. Because it was not right behavior that gave you righteousness in the first place. It was what Jesus did that made you righteous. Now, last question. Somebody can say, P.O.D., what if I have not changed my behavior? Am I still righteous? The answer is yes. Why? Your behavior was not taken into consideration when, when God was infusing righteousness into you. So how do you grow in your behavior? You grow by feeding on the word of God. If you want to become, if you want to become a more truthful person, just keep feeding on the word of God. If you want to be transformed in the area of giving, just keep feeding on the word of God. Without condemning yourself, keep feeding on the word of God. Open yourself to the word of God. The word of God is going to transform you. You will wake up not knowing the day you became truthful. It will be so effortless. But you see, the nature of righteousness is imparted into you at salvation. And it comes by faith. You believe and you declare with your mouth, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we say, Amen. Glory! Thank you for engaging with us in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello at blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Cheers.